are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today heading into the weekend. I'm going to talk a little bit about Bachelor in Paradise, just some of the particulars about it to get you ready because we are close to filming starting. Also, which two Bachelor Nation people were on a date this past Wednesday night? Could a couple be brewing in Bachelor Nation? I'll tell you who those two people are. Got some more on Vanderpump Rules. Thank you for the emails yesterday. I have an update on Survivor Finale. Jana Kramer is engaged. And our long-awaited nightmare is over. We now know the plot to the Barbie movie. We'll get to all that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. New episodes released every Friday. And what do you know? Today is Friday, episode four. This is a very monumental episode. You don't want to miss it. Go to comingoutforlove.com, click on bundles in the upper right-hand corner. At checkout, type in promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your order. Go check that out now at comingoutforlove.com. All right, let's get going. Bachelor in Paradise starts filming the same time it does every year. Basically the 6th, 7th of June, and it films for the whole month, usually goes about, it's been anywhere between 21 days and 24 days. Uh, I expect it to go from, let's see, June 1st is a Thursday, so it will start filming the beginning of the following week. I know that contestants start flying out next weekend, so you will see a ton of contestants. Some will probably hint that they are, uh, they'll Hint going to the airport or on a plane or whatever. This this happens every year. There's nothing new here. What we do know is there's going to be a shit ton of people that show up on this show. Last season, we had 44 people show up. So I've seen TikTok accounts and yet again, the Instagram accounts and just throwing out names. It's just like, yeah, of course. Like, it's not hard to know that pretty much most of Zach's women are all going to be there. Like, that's the way it works. It's worked that way for eight seasons. The Bachelor season that aired in that calendar year from January to March always puts the most women on that particular season that films three months later in June. And then we will have some of Charity's guys. I know that Sean McLaughlin will be there. I know that Tanner Cortan will be there. I know that um, who's the other one that I heard is going to be there. Sean and Tanner definitely. I'm totally blanking on the other ones, but I'll let you know. Uh, as for Zach's women, I mean, you know Ariel's going to be there. I'm sure Gabby is going to be there. Jess is going to be there. Kat's going to be there. Um, Mercedes is going to be there. I mean, anybody in his top ten outside of Katie and Charity are going to show up at some point. I- I'd be shocked if they didn't. It's, um, It's just a matter of the thing that we won't know until filming begins is who is original cast, who is coming in later, and, you know, what what possibilities are there? Who is talking to who pre-show? Like I said, I've heard some rumblings, but uh, I don't know uh, for sure on all of them. But I did tease at the beginning of the episode that there are two people from Bachelor Nation that were out on a date on Wednesday night, and you know that my new policy is I only talk about when I hear – Two people from Bachelor Nation were on a date, were seen on a date. 
if it's a bachelor nation person and a non-bachelor nation person, I don't report that because the non-bachelor nation person um, is, if, if the bachelor nation person wants to let the public know, they will, but I'm not going to be the one to do it. However, if it's two people that everybody knows, which is the case here, then I'll let you know. So Wednesday night at the Zach Bryan concert in South Carolina, Pilot Pete, <laughs> guy just cannot get out of Bachelor Nation with his women, on a date with Davia Esther from Zach's season. Davia, former Miss South Carolina 2018. She lasted, what, four episodes? Um, I have, it, well, their Instagram stories are now gone because it's been over 24 hours, but I do have a screenshot of both of them literally posting separate Instagram stories from pretty much the same exact seat. And then I do have a video of them sitting together at the concert. It definitely was a date. This was nothing platonic. Um, but is it going to turn into something serious? I have no idea because a couple weeks ago, I heard Davi was one of the people that was going to be on Paradise. So is this something that she wants to pursue with Peter and she's not going to be on Paradise? Are they both going to go down to Paradise? Knowing that they've dated pre-show, very possible there. Uh, we won't know until filming begins because so many things can happen and people are coming in and out at all times. But yes, Davia and Pilot Pete, who cannot get enough <laughs> of Bachelor Nation women, uh, at it again. And uh, he was definitely on a date with, uh, with Davia uh, this past Wednesday night at the Zach Bryan concert in South Carolina. I don't think this is very much of a big deal in regards to Kelly. Um, I've heard Kelly's had a boyfriend for over a month now, so I would expect she's probably going to go public sometime soon. And Kelly, Kelly's guy is a non-Bachelor Nation guy, so that's why I'm not going to report uh, who it is. But um, can't imagine it's going to be too much longer uh, before that is known of who she's dating. Again, need to make a correction from yesterday in regards to Survivor. Thank you to everybody who reached out. And it's one of these things where, like I said, when you record two podcasts every single night and on Thursdays or Wednesday nights you have three that you record, I just say things and I never know usually what I say. You, know, you don't remember every word that comes out of your mouth. And I've been known uh, to screw up names, to screw up dates, to screw up times. Yesterday when I was talking about the Survivor finale, kept calling Heidi Jamie. No, Jamie was the one with the fake idol. Heidi was the one in the final three with Jam Jam and Carolyn. In case you didn't see it, you know if you're a Survivor fan that Sia, the singer, is the ultimate Survivor fan. And every year she awards people that she likes the best a $100,000 prize. And yesterday on the Rob Has a Podcast podcast, Rob Sesternino was, had Carolyn on, and he video, he zoomed in and shared a video screen. They brought Sia in, and she told Carolyn that Carolyn was getting $100,000, and then she gave 15000 to Lauren and 15000 to Carson, I believe. But... Yeah, Sia's just a massive fan. And you know what's interesting? I don't know if you've seen the clip, but go to Rob Has a Podcast, any of his socials, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, and you can watch Carolyn break down crying when Sia tells her, 
or actually when C appears on the screen, because I think Carolyn knows what's coming. But she's very excited. She gets emotional. And Sia says, you know, I'm going to give you 100000 I guess I, 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 this was the first time I've ever seen Sia's face. I know she has shown it before. I've just never been like a fan of her music where I went to go look and Google what does Sia look like. I mean, she was looked like she was in a hotel room. Or maybe that was Carolyn. I don't know where Sia was, but Sia wasn't made up. She didn't have that lampshade on her head. And this is the first time I think I've ever seen uh, Sia's face. But, and I, I don't know why I was expecting something just, I mean, this is a woman that wears a lampshade on her face in public. So I don't know what I was expecting, but she, <laughs> she just looks like a regular person. I don't know. I was expecting something totally off the wall or something. I don't know. Just because she wears a lampshade. But, yeah, just looks like a normal woman. Anyway, she awarded it to Carolyn. Go check out that video. It's pretty cool to watch. And Carolyn got 100 I believe Carson and Lauren, she gave 15000 to each. Yeah, looking on the Instagram account of Survivor Fact Checker, Sia has now given 16 different players over the years money for just being her favorite contestant totaling $917,000. That's just amazing. I mean, it's very generous of her as just a fan of the show saying, you're my favorite. I'm going to give you $100,000. You know? I mean, that's that's great. She started in season uh, 32, and then she didn't do it again until season 36. And then she did 36 through 40, didn't do it for 41. And then 42, she gave out $100,000. 43, she gave out $200,000 in this year. Yeah, 130,000. 100 to Carolyn, 15 to Lauren, 15 to Carson. That's great. Very cool of her to do that. So, congratulations to Carolyn. Also, thank you to everybody who told me yesterday as I was saying one of my complaints about the Vanderpump Rules reunion was the fact that so much cursing went on, there was so much bleeping. Can't we have a show that goes on streaming and you can actually hear them cursing at each other? Well, not only do they have that on Peacock, we got some unedited stuff that was left out of the Bravo show. So go check that out if you want to. Thank you to everybody who let me know. I haven't watched it yet. I've seen some clips on my TikTok for you page and I've seen a couple reels, but I haven't seen it all. It's just, it seems like it's much better to watch that episode and watch the reunion episode without all the bleeping. I was thinking about this for next week. I mean, they've already filmed it, so nothing can get back to Raquel, and it's not like Raquel is listening to this podcast. But honestly, Sandoval trying to sit there and explain himself, and I know he's just answering questions, but it comes across as excuses, and... He has made excuses because all you got to do is listen to that Howie Mandel podcast. Like when he went on with Howie Mandel shortly after this all broke, that's like the true Sandoval. That's the true. That's how he really feels. It's like, you know, I, you know, and I'll give credit where credit is due. Morgan Willette said this on her Instagram story last night. And then I was, we were texting back and forth about it. And I said, Morgan, you hit it on the head. The only reason Sandoval's apologizing is because he got caught. Do you honestly think that he was going to continue an affair that was eight months in with Raquel 
and then have a come to Jesus moment and be like, you know what? I'm going to make a public announcement that I've been sleeping with Raquel. Absolutely not. He apologized because he's caught. And once he was caught, the first time we heard him speak publicly about it was the Howie Mandel podcast. And he certainly didn't seem remorseful in that. He's making a lot of excuses. And again, even made excuses when he sat down with Ariana for the first time. With the, you know, it's been rough for four or five years. Our intimacy is lacking. It's just, he doesn't get it. He definitely, I think that I honestly think there is a sinister part of him that's reveling in the fact of how much attention he's getting from this. Yes, it's all negative attention, but look at me. I tuned into the show. Many other people did that had never even watched the show before. I didn't even know the name of his band until this all broke. Now I'm seeing clips all along social media of his band. And as I said yesterday, I think he's a horrible singer. I don't think he's can carry a tune at all. But that's what I mean. Yes, any publicity is good publicity. It'd be nice to actually get some positive publicity every once in a while if you're him. But he's not going to get that anytime soon. But I think there's a part of him that's reveling in it. I think he loves this. And that's a problem. That's why I think Lala said what she did, which was, he's dangerous. And she said, not physically dangerous, just a dangerous person, because I don't think he has any empathy for what he did, really. I think he's upset he got caught. I I use this example a lot, and I know maybe the timing isn't great. It's been a couple of years now. Um, but, you know, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. He held a press conference and bought his wife a $4 million ring once it was found out what he did. Do you think he was honestly going to come out and admit that publicly just because he would just like, you know what? This is weighing on me. I'm going to come out publicly and admit to everybody that I cheated on my wife. No, he's sorry. He was sorry because he got caught. No different for Sandoval. As for Raquel, the point I was trying to make before I interrupted myself was next week when she sits there and speaks with Ariana for the first time. I know this probably isn't what happens, but if I'm Raquel, my strategy is this. Everything that Ariana says to me, I say, you're right. I'm sorry. Don't try and explain yourself. Don't say anything. Because not that that's going to be any sort of burn on Ariana, because Ariana's in the right. Ariana's already won this. She's won the battle. Ariana, we've seen the clip of her calling her subhuman and, you know, calling her malicious and subhuman, all that stuff. If I'm if I'm Raquel, I just sit there and be like, yeah, you're right, Ariana. I am. And just take it. Because you've seen what Sandoval has done. Every time he tries to open his mouth about anything regarding this, he gets crucified. Now, I'm sure Raquel doesn't say that, but if I'm her... That's what I would do. Just be like, I screwed up royally. And I don't expect Ariana to ever forgive me. And if she does, that'd be great. But I'm not expecting it. I screwed up. Sandoval screwed up. We never should have done this. End of story. But that doesn't make good television. They want confrontation. And I know a lot of you are saying having people scream at them the whole time, it it's not helping matters and going after them is a little bit rough. 
while it is a little bit rough, I will say this. These are people that have known each other way longer than like bachelor people. So when girls yell at each other or the guys get on each other's case at the men tell all and the women tell all, that's phony because these are people that barely know each other and those tell-alls are taped three months after everything happened on the show, if not four months later. And I think they've pretty much all moved on from it, but they're told to go after certain contestants by production to make it interesting for the viewing audience. But they barely know those people. They were on a show with them for a few weeks. Who knows if they kept in touch after the show. At least it makes sense with because what Sandoval and Raquel did affected a whole group of friends that all hang out with each other. So I have no problem with what Lala and James did with their attacking ways and going after Sandoval and calling him what they did because he betrayed not only Ariana, he betrayed the whole friend group. Now, who it doesn't affect is the lay person at home who just watches on their TV. Hence, you don't need to butt in. You don't need to, I don't know, send death threats to either Raquel or Sandoval. If you want to, I don't know, protest anything they do, go ahead. But it doesn't mean that you need to, just because James calls him names and just because Lala calls him names, they know him. They were friends with him. You're not. (laughs) You were on your couch. You know nothing other than what the show tells you. You might think he's a dick. You might think what he did was horrible. And it was. But just like I think it's horrible, and I think that was really shitty of them to do behind Ariana's back, all I'm doing is talking about it on a podcast and leaving it at that. I will never do anything that's going to affect either of their personal lives. And neither should anybody else. But, I mean, I I can say this for anything on any show, but we already know there are just crazies on the Internet that take it to such an extreme level uh, for people on a reality TV show. All I'm saying is Sandoval and Ariana made their bed. Now they have to lie in it. Let them be. She's in a mental health facility. He's touring with his band, singing his awful cover songs. Just let them be. It's almost better to ignore them because then they won't get any attention. But that's basically impossible for this fan base to do. Some news yesterday. Jana Kramer announced that she is engaged to Alan Russell after six months of dating. I know Jana Kramer has been through a lot. And I know that her picker isn't the greatest. So with that said, I'm glad she's happy. Congratulations on the engagement. I just think somebody as vocal as she has been and as many times as she has been burned in relationships doesn't need to be saying things like, I know he's my person, which was the headline in yesterday's People Magazine story. It just seems like I'm only saying that because we all know relationships are tough. We all know celebrity relationships are even tougher. Having a public relationship, especially someone like Jana, who's had numerous public relationships that have died and failed miserably for all of everyone to see. I think she just doesn't need to go to the hyperbole of 
I know he's my person. No, you don't. You think he is, and I'm sure he's a great guy if you got engaged after six months, which I already know some people are going to have an opinion on. I don't care either way. But something tells me the headline of Jana Kramer saying, I know he's my person, will end up backfiring on her at some point down the line. You hope it doesn't, but I think it will. Also, to end this, as I said at the beginning, our long-awaited nightmare is now over. We know the plot to the Barbie movie. (laughs) Yesterday, another trailer came out for this, and it actually explained the plot, which is, Amid a happy bubblegum pink world where every day is the same, Barbie, played by Margot Robbie, quickly begins to notice that things are changing around her. She then gets catapulted into the quote-unquote real world alongside Ken, played by Ryan Gosling, and the duo have to learn how to navigate everything that comes their way, including Will Ferrell's villainous character. And he says, no one rests until this doll is back in a box. Thank God I know the plot to Barbie now. Man, I am so excited to not watch this movie. So excited. I can't believe a movie's being made about Barbie. But then again, Super Mario Brothers has made a gazillion dollars. Well, not a gazillion, but it has surpassed one billion worldwide. So a Barbie movie with Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie? Robbie? Do you even need a plot? (laughs) I don't even think people would care. It's those two headlining a movie about a doll from the 70s and 80s. Cha-ching! Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Subscribing is the most important thing to do. Build up your subscriber base. That's what I'm told. That's what we need. As many people that subscribe, because then you don't have to worry about following my tweets, my Instagram stories of when is the podcast going to go up. You are notified if you're already a subscriber. So just go to my Reality Steve podcast page and click the subscribe button. Simple as that. Thank you all for listening. Again, I hope you have a great weekend. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. But again, I, I appreciate you all listening. Excited about the Reality Steve Fan Appreciation Party number seven coming up next weekend in Las Vegas. Tell you all about that early next week. But um, again, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Hope you all have a great weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday.